John. Hi, Merlin. How's it going? Good. This is so weird to do this. This is so weird. There's so many people here, and I can't get sick. I cannot be sick. Don't blow your flu on Merlin. I'm trying to play it off legit, but I've been fucking Howard Hughes all night. Everything (laughs) is literally asses and literally elbows. Very nice to meet you. Shall we do the bump? I made him hug me, and I actually was so sick three days ago. You were so... I was so sick, my daughter threw up on me. As kids do. I don't know, but it's lovely when they do it. Yeah, it's when so you, sweet. Yeah, when you're a parent. Cherish you those moments. And someone had been feeding her Cheetos, so it was like a thing that was never going to come out. And then 60 hours to the minute later, <clears throat> I felt really bad inside. But unlike a little child, I refused to throw up. Because I'm a big boy. Nice. And so I fought it, just valiantly fought it for 12 straight hours of just, like, misery. So you were on the verge, did you, and you knew that you could have some... Did you feel like it was going to be relief, or would you be so mad at yourself for giving up that it wouldn't even feel good? At a certain point, I wanted the relief, mm-hmm. and then I could not. What about, what about downstairs? Was it totally an upstairs operation? It was one of those things that could go either direction. Okay. I was standing at the crossroads. Yeah. Right. And uh, yeah, the, an angry Cthulhu inside. Yeah. You can't decide. I'll, I'll decide which way I'm going. Don't you worry about that. The devil was there. It wanted to learn to play guitar. <laughs> he didn't go down to Georgia. <laughs> <laughs> he came up to Manhattan. <laughs> and there were a few times where I was like, this is it. I'm going to throw up. And I went, eh. yeah, and nothing. And then finally, finally, at the end of the night, I said goodbye to everybody. Good night. I'll see you guys tomorrow. Went up to the room and... Uh, the people in the five hotel rooms around mine all called the fire department. <laughs> because I was just like, Rargh! Rargh! There, there appears to be some kind of a wraith. Yeah. <laughs> a wraith is having an incident. <laughs> a portal open to the upside down. <laughs> Ketos. Ketos. Yeah, kids are inconsiderate about that kind of stuff. Um, I can't get sick. It can't happen. I've had... You're not going to get sick. I'm not. But Every, like, I don't, how do I know where this is? I don't know where this has been. The thing about the flu and they're saying about the H2N3, am I, am I get right, getting that right? Any biologists yeah. in the room? H2N3? Uh, thank you. <laughs> uh, Big fan. Name a, their last three albums. <laughs> it's a real bad one and you know, you can't, you can't inoculate against it. It just comes and it does what it wants with you. It takes you in its, in its meaty paws. Yes. And... Uh, I yeah, when the big flu comes, when the when the disaster flu comes, mm-hmm. what are we going to do? Like I don't care about other people. I mean us. Do you think you think we should work out a plan? How do we survive? Yeah. Do yeah. we? Is that when you just go home and you say I'm not going to work for a month, six months? I feel like the last week has demonstrated a lot of things about ill prepared, how ill prepared we are on so many levels in this country for so many different things. My daughter and I had had a nice day at the museum. Do 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 do. I pick up my phone. Oh my God! Hawaii had this whole thing happen. And then my favorite part of that was the headlines that were like this. Message accidentally went out and lots of people panicked. And I was like, that's not panicking. Panic is you think you might be at a cumin. Like, they thought, holy shit, my kebab's gonna suck. I need to do an Instacart. That's panicking. You will die in 35 minutes from missile. 
I wouldn't call that panicking. I called. I talked to my daughter about it. I said, "Don't you think that's real normal? If we find out we're going to die in 34 minutes?" I was like, "Yeah, that would suck." I'd be panicking fucking hard. If there's one place in the world that should not have a nuclear warning system, it's Hawaii. Well, how can we help them? They're, what are you going to do? What are you going to say? Get on your motorcycle and drive real fast around. <laughs> <laughs> right. Like, yeah. It's coming. You're done. Bring in the roosters. <laughs> you like, know? Like Save the, the shave ice. <laughs> like, with, with, everything is literally outside. They, with, can't get the, they can't get the roosters to stop crowing. How are they going to stop a bomb? I mean it in the best possible way. Is that ping pong? There's no stopping it. No. No, it's not ping pong. But, uh, but in Hawaii, we're going to run to a different <laughs> island? <laughs> if there's a tidal wave alarm, it makes sense because there's always somewhere in Hawaii that you can go up. Uh, that's right. True. Every one of those is an island that so has. Are you talking about up. the Big Island? The Big Island is that what Big Island's got the uppest. Yeah, it's the uppest it has, of the big. It has the two uppest places in all of Hawaii. Is that right? Yeah. Huh. Yeah, yeah. Big, big, big ups. Yeah. Uh. Uh, but so when the when the tidal wave alarm goes off, which is like, it's a klaxon. You, you're like up. Oh. Yeah. But the bomb alarm. <laughs> It's, it's like kiss your ass goodbye. Yeah, yeah. No, that's not good. So we, you think we should have a plan? So like, we like to think we have a plan because we have the earthquakes here uh, in, in in the area. And uh, <laughs> last time we had one, uh, I was sitting there watching Netflix because I have a very old couch, as you know. Squeaky, squeaky, squeaky. literally makes that same. <laughs> and I thought this is it. This is it. Because we have not gotten re-prepared for a hurricane since the last time we got prepared for a hurricane, which is when we did what they said on NPR, and we filled uh, the emergency bucket, which is what you call it. You get a bucket, you can get a garbage can, you seal it, you fill it full of water. One day we went out there, and literally everything was mildewed. The water, apparently, I went into some kind of a synecdoche New York fugue state and didn't realize that I had not checked on the emergency bucket for three years. Everything was blue. It might as well have been in Hawaii. None of it was good. The bed thing, the tent, the fake bed, the fake tent, the fake radio, all of it gone. I feel utterly unprepared. I need to start over. I need a reboot. This is one of the things that people that are uh, storing uh, large amounts of cash... I need to remember. Well, huh. which it is goes, that it goes bad. It goes bad. Okay. Uh, mice like to eat cash. Um, uh, you'll get a lot. You'll get the mold in the cash. You'll get the uh, the lime in the coconut. You get it yeah. all. Shake it all around. And uh, and so if you're you got You got to put the cash in some into some wrap. Then you could put the wrap into some. You could put some. You dip it in wax. Okay. And so you got to protect your cash. Yeah. And the same is true with your disaster. Some of the sous vide things. Yeah. You suck it out, take That's the right. air out. That's right. Right. You can do your spoons, your toothpicks, your cash. That's right. It's what about German bearer bonds, John? It's, it's, what would you do with German bearer bonds? Uh, German bearer bonds. Put them in coffee. Thing is, ladies and gentlemen, the FBI. I what was the one where was an Eddie Murphy one where they put the stuff in coffee so you couldn't smell the drugs? Wasn't that an Eddie Murphy thing? That was the Beverly Hills Cop two. Okay, plot. then what was the German? What was the German bearer bonds? That was that, the of every other movie. That, that was the greatest Christmas movie of all time, Die Hard. Die Hard. Mm. That was a pretty mixed response. Oh Man. I feel like that's a meme, and everybody's like played out, played out meme. <laughs> So you know, have you seen this? <laughs> have you seen the video of the fella who gets real frustrated at work and he knocks over his computer monitor? It's really quite funny. <laughs> it's called Bad Day. My mom, of course, has a plan, uh, which is uh, which is that you have to eat through your disaster food and be replenishing your disaster food in the wake of your own consumption of a prior disaster. Almost like food. the power went out. Right. So you got to suck down all the popsicles before the ice goes away. When she moved out of her house, she showed up at my house with duffel bags full of cornmeal and 
canned... Uh, Yay, Johnny Cake. Can, yeah, like just all this stuff that is, that is her blend of disaster requirements to feed the neighborhood. <laughs> okay. Because she feels like if you feed the neighborhood, that's 60 people that won't... It's going to be like Cormac McCarthy meets Dickens. It's just going to be all kinds of really unpleasant food that nobody wants. You ever know, you know, notice? Like, it's always emergency food. You buy all of this shit that you would never in a million years eat. You're like kippered sardines. And you're like, well, I don't even know what any of those things are. I think she feels like if you have a fish fry for the neighborhood, okay. then they don't assault your citadel quite as rapidly. And maybe they will form a first line of defense against the, uh, the people in the neighbor. You have something to offer. Yeah. So you got Johnny like, Cake. They're like... You know, you can't assault the Citadel of Johnny Cake Lady. Right. And then they, they fight off the zombies for you. That's her whole plan. But she moved all that shit into my barn because she doesn't have a house anymore. And she told... <laughs> your barn. I think she told... Your barn sounds like such a fire trap at this point. No, no, no. Because that Johnny Cake won't burn. <laughs> Johnny Cake won't burn. You Johnny see Cake won't burn. There you go, women. <laughs> <laughs> oh! Yeah, it's true. Uh... Everything was blue. You, you follow me? You follow me? They tell you that you get a garbage can from the Home Depot that has a, got the latches on it. Take it off. Put all your stuff in there. It's, and it's all fake stuff. The radio is a piece of shit. It's not really going to charge your phone. Grow up. Uh, you got you got these beds you'd never want to sleep on. You get a tent that's obviously going to be used. I was like, oh, it's really cute. It looks like a McDonald's bag and it's got a rope and like that's you're gonna your family's gonna sleep in that. And then all these little things that you looks like you bought at the Air and Space Museum as a uh, gift for a kid you don't like. Right? Oh, it's astronaut ice cream. Whatever. Like, you got, and that's your food. And like, none of that is stuff that I would eat. I, you know, I feel like I should put like a clam chowder in there, something, some uh-huh. beans, uh-huh. something I would really enjoy. I don't think I've ever had a Johnny cake. Four hundred cans of chili is what's in mine. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, but uh, are you, are, that, that'll keep the other camps away. <laughs> you're gonna want to. You're gonna want to not go there forever. It's a, this it's has a, been. This is just to be clear. This is it's, the cans are blue. They have literally been in a garbage can since <laughs> since the old days. Are you familiar with the Jim Baker buckets? The Jim Baker buckets. I am familiar with Jim Baker buckets. I know Jim Baker from back in the day, uh, from Jim and uh, Tammy Lee. Uh, Tam, Tammy Faye. Tammy Faye. Tammy Lee. Who am I thinking of? Who's Tammy, the one to stand by your man? Is Tammy, that Jim Baker? Tammy Lee had a, a morning television show, and she was married to a football. Oh, player. she was married to, to Regis Philbin. To, yeah, that's right. Okay, I know who you mean. All right. Regis Philbin Lee. Regis and, Regis, yeah. Regis and Tammy Lee. Who was, in fact, the winningest uh, general of the Civil War. <laughs> so, can, can, give me that again. Regis Philbin Lee. Regis Philbin Lee? Yeah. <laughs> okay. Is that uh, the guy that would run through the airports in the commercials? Is that who that oh, was? Oh, that was, uh, that <laughs> was BJ. 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 Oh, the guy and, from uh, Sausalito. No, he had the bear. He okay. Was, he had the, BJ, BJ Honeycutt and his best friend Bear. That's okay, right. I remember that story. That was a good story. But you know Jim and Tammy, and you and but that didn't extend to knowing the buckets. Or it I lost it for a while. I lost. See, now you, I was coming up at a time when there was, it was Big Pastor, as we used to call it. And this was uh, when I lived in Sarasota. There was a guy who, uh, who owned a dog track near where I went to school. There, I'm going somewhere with this. Sure. <laughs> Gather around, children. <laughs> this is the guy when Oral Roberts said that if he didn't get hush money from somebody, God would take him. And this guy, I think, gave him some money because of that. Huh. You had your Jim Bakers. You had your Jimmy Swaggerts. You had your Ernest Angley, who liked to heal people by knocking over. Kind of heavy guy. You had that. Now, Jim Baker, today, I, I lost the thread for a while. Now he's back. He's got no hair, a beard, and a bucket. That's right. And he's selling buckets right and left. If anybody doesn't know, he's is got... Is he a prepper? Is it, is it oh, prepping? Is it prepping? He's prepping. Okay. I think he's prepping for... I'm not sure what he's prepping for. It seems like I, he, maybe he leaves that part out. How's your eschatology? 
my eschatology. Yeah, I mean, are you like pretty good with understanding how the end days work? Oh yeah, pretty much. I mean, okay. I'm assuming there. You know will... about the millennium. I you know, know about, about that. Okay, you know that about happened. All... That already went. Uh... <laughs> and she stole your underwear. <laughs> no, no. I mean, after the. I mean, after the rat. Come on. Any, any uh, Church of Christ in the house? You got. Uh, so first, you got. You got. You got your rapture. Yeah. <laughs> you got right? this rapture over here. All of a sudden, all, there are, pants, a, whole, there are pants, a whole bunch of uh, like, like Toyota Tacomas are empty. Yeah. Pants, 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 pants. Crying girl. Pants, 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 pants. Old pervert, right? But the pants are down. Everybody's gone. That, that, that's the first wave is going to the first elevator to heaven takes them up. Now, I'm trying, I might have the order a little mixed up in my head because I'm a little behind on my eschatology. I think there's a time, though, you have, there's like the, there's, a, help me out on this. I know eventually you've got heaven, and in between you've got the millennium. You've got like a thousand years on earth. That's right. You get this, the sign of the beast. Right. Right. So, so if all of uh, if I'm reading the, all that correctly, there's like the disco sucks era, and then there's the disco comes back. And a lot of people don't understand. Like New Order is technically a disco band, but a lot of that was very it was very homophobic. Well, it sure. wasn't just about baseball. They were named after comfort women. Is that right? What about Joy Division? Well, that's Same what deal. I meant. Yeah, third base. Uh, now the thing is, I don't know what kind of prepping is. Is it a doomsday prep, an apocalypse prep, whatever it is? You're going to have your beans. You're going to have your fake tent. Your 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 grinding radio. What's Jim Bigger put in one of those? My extra Bibles. Extra my, Bibles. My assumption is that they are uh, that they're more Calvinist about it, and they feel like they're the elect, right? So they're gone in the first wave. So I don't know what they're prepping for. Maybe they're leaving that for their cousins and stuff that didn't that that's don't a, have the that's message. That's actually a super good idea. If you're making your own bucket, if you roll your own for your bucket, you're gonna put all the stuff that you enjoy in it. Mm. Maybe there's a white ribbon bucket. That's for the people you don't like maybe so much. My question for you is, once you found the blue bucket, once you found your bucket had gone blue, Mm -hmm. did you just abandon the whole idea? You're like, ah, fuck it. It's so easy when you're not thinking about it. And then one night you're watching TV and you're like, I really need to get on this. Let's see KQED. Every year when we give money to KQED, kqed.org, you can go give money. They do good work. That's right. Mm -hmm. Michael Krasny, am I right? (laughs) And um, dorks. Uh, they actually literally their big premium one eight hundred nine eight seven eight two five, and they do this every year. And they go once again. We are offering the total survival bucket. This is a five gallon bucket filled with everything that your family will need for three days, plus a toilet seat that you put onto the five gallon bucket, because presumably in the future. People who were left behind, when they take a shit, are going to have to empty five gallons worth of supplies, that is everything they have left on the planet, so they can shit in the bucket. I'm guessing then you don't have water to clean it out. Maybe it comes with a special liner. I'll have to ask KQED. That's not a prepper thing. That's just more like a liberal, that's a liberal fantasy kind of thing. I mean, three days is exactly enough time to really feel your death. And then rise. (laughs) Some people could do a lot with three days. I mean, I feel like if you, what your plan needs to be, how do I get the hell out of here for good? How do I leave these other suckers behind? Yeah, not uh, just like all sit Indian style around a three day bucket and right. like watch it go down. And, and so, then fill back <laughs> Eldritch horror. Maybe we should agree that one person's bucket is used for this and one person's bucket is, you know? That's why all those people in Montana have so many guns, because they feel huh. like our three-day plan is get from here to there. <laughs> it's like the, the guy uh, getting chased by the tiger. He says, I don't need to be uh, faster than the tiger. I just need to be faster than you. Yeah, That's, that's like, on the Montana flag, by the way. <laughs> it was someone shooting someone else in the head, execution style. I was, having, uh, I was having dim sum with Ben Harrison, and that was his fortune cookie two days ago. 
You don't have to be faster than the bear. Except it was it was one of those over over long fortunes. That I don't was like, like no. I don't, you don't have to be faster than the bear. You just have to be faster than your other friend who is not as fast no, as the bear. No, were there lottery <laughs> numbers on the back? Did it have a lot of numbers? Yeah, yeah all See, that stuff. I got a lot of fucking problems with fortune cookies. They're too long. Too many of them are aphorisms and not actual fortunes. Right. Or you, you are a nice person. No, I'm not. That's not, not a, a fortune. fortune. Fuck that. There's a fortune cookie factory, like a famous fortune cookie factory. The, f- the fifth, famous, f- fifth famous fortune cookie factory is the, the in... The fifth most famous fortune cookie factory? Yeah, is in... Uh, Where's that in? Is in San is Francisco's... In, uh, uh, over in Fillmore? It's on the, the Fillmore. Fillmore fifth biggest fortune cookie factory? Yeah. It's, it's over in Fillmore? San Francisco's Chinatown. San Francisco's Chinatown. Is that right? Yeah, you can go... Uh, huh. You can go, to get, go get, get, get... You get your get, full get, drone? You can get, get, get a tour of it. <laughs> I thought you were going to pull a handkerchief For, for those of you out. listening at home, Merlin just did a Shields and Yarnell version of, I guess, making a fortune cookie right on his dick. It was really weird. Fifth largest fortune cookie factory thing that's right, right in the Chinatown. It's right there and you where can the get it. the heart of the city where it all converges. That's right. Although, a lot of people don't know this, fortune cookie was actually a Japanese invention. Turns out. Yeah. Sorry. Thanks <laughs> <laughs> for nothing, asshole. <laughs> Looking, looking. Roderick, <laughs> dropping some science, ruining shit for me. Yeah. Sasquatch isn't real. Shut up. This is San Francisco. You got to yeah. have a turns out moment, at least at least at one point in your show. <laughs> yes. We live for the turns <laughs> out People want to get their money's oh, worth. Oh, we want a turns out inside of a turns out inside of a turns out. We want a full compliment. If you get five in a row, it's called a Gladwell. You get a full. <laughs> so, uh, it's so, the reason it's called Hidden Brain. Uh, NPR jokes, hey! And then <laughs> that, that was almost—I heard a, a kind of a wave moan. Like, if you're gonna decide to live when others are dying, you're gonna have to make. So, you're gonna have to prepare, even if it's not strictly prepping. Preparing, you're Absolutely. still gonna have to think ahead. You gotta, and you're gonna have to like stay caught up. You're gonna have to make this part of what you do. In the same way that I rue the removal of compost from our house every day to go put it in the green bucket, like you're gonna have to practically think about your stuff like that. It's gonna be like having a fish. If you want to live, you need to think about your stash. You gotta make sure your cash stays dry. Your fortune cookies are are, are well defined, right? And that your water's not blue, and that none of your money's expired. The number one thing you have to ask yourself is, uh, do you want to live over on the other side of the do apocalypse? You, will you put into it what's needed in order to live? Well, I've told you this story, right? Well, I used to work at the magazine store, and there were uh, magazines about uh, if, you, if you wanted to buy a castle in Scotland. And I absolutely wanted a castle in Scotland. It's not a thing that everybody wants, but some people want it. That's right in the sweet spot, though. Let's hear a round of applause for people who want a hot castle in Scotland. <laughs> Let's hear a round of applause from people who know they don't want a castle in Scotland. Oh, yeah, it's wow. about 50 That's nice. 50. The thing about a castle in Scotland, I wanted one, I wanted one, I wanted one, and then I started, you know, populating my imaginary castle in Scotland with all the things you're going to put in there, a big billiards tapestries. table. Tapestries. We have That's tapestries. Right. You're going to buy uh, you're going to buy a lot of chandeliers, put them everywhere. Yeah. Um, you're going to have like the hall of chandeliers. You might have to get put in a portcullis. 
right? You're going to get a trebuchet or two. An old Scottish portcullis is not something you can rely on. But then I started to rebore the arrow holes. Got to rebore those. That's right. Uh, you got to you got to put the you got to repoint the 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 masonry. Yeah, yeah. But then I started to imagine. Oh, and then you could have your own heraldic uh, crest made with oh, you as a shit dog. your face the on the dragon or whatever. That's like na- that's like naming a band. I don't even care what genre it is, and I can't play an instrument. I got to come up with a name. So you would have to. You need a name for your castle. You need something heraldic. That's right. And every house in in the United Kingdom has a name, even if it's like a one bedroom apartment. It's called like the Fens. Cox Smokingtons yeah. of Glenwood on. Push it or. But so after a while, I started to, you know, imagine myself living in this castle. Mm. And, you know, I have a very small family. I have one yes. child. I have a mother, a sister, and a, the, my child has a mother. <laughs> and then some... <clears throat> and then some <laughs> We're just at this point, I just want to clarify, I don't want to take you out of this, but we are yeah. at this point talking just about sentient beings and not belongings. Right. I do. That's right. I do have a lot of belongings. <laughs> yeah, well, you yeah, yeah. I could fill the castle. Yeah, but right. It's a castle. But I bet when you got that barn, you said to yourself, "I'll never fill that." That's up. Right. I mean, I would definitely have a hall of mismatched swords. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to Sword Hall, but, where but the primary <laughs> features of castle. Robert. That might be what I call the house, Sword Hall. Sword Hall. <laughs> oh, I like that. Fine, Lord Sword. <laughs> It's a man in a bathrobe, rampant on a castle. <coughs> this episode of Roderick on the Line is brought to you in part by Squarespace. You can learn more about Squarespace right now by going to squarespace.com. I'm a huge fan of Squarespace. As a listener of this show, you are using Squarespace right now because that is where we host the Roderick on the Line podcast. Thank you to Squarespace. It's not just for podcasts. There are so many things you can do with Squarespace. You can create a beautiful website to turn your cool idea into a new website. You can showcase your work. You can have a blog or publish other kinds of text content. You can even sell products and services of all kinds. You can promote your physical or online business. You can announce an upcoming event or project. So much more. It's all part of Squarespace. Squarespace does all this by giving you beautiful templates created by world-class designers. They have powerful e-commerce functionality that lets you sell anything online. The ability to customize the look and feel of your site, the settings, the products, and more. All of that with just a few clicks. Everything is optimized for mobile right out of the box. They have a new way to buy domains and choose from over 200 different extensions. They have analytics that will help you grow in real time, built-in search engine optimization, free and secure hosting, and nothing to patch or upgrade ever. Plus, they've always got that 24 by 7 award-winning customer support. We're encouraging folks to make it. You make it yourself. You can easily stand out with creating a beautiful website all by yourself. It's beautiful. You make it yourself. It's all in there. You don't need another person. You can just do it all. Think it, dream it, make it with Squarespace. So please, right now, go to squarespace.com for a free trial. And when you're ready to launch, use the offer code SUPERTRAIN to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. Our thanks to Squarespace for supporting Roderick on the Line and all the great shows. But, uh, but like, I, I started to realize, like, who am I going to talk to? Like, getting the castle, I didn't have uh, instantly, like, more friends. Yeah. I didn't have any vassals. It's not like getting a pickup in, uh, in college. You get a pickup truck in college, everybody's your friend. That's right. You get a castle right. in Scotland, get so, a moat and stuff. So I started to picture myself going down to the local pub, and then I'm the American who calls himself Lord Sword that comes down to the pub <laughs> sometimes and wants to play darts. Like, nobody oh, wants to be my friend. Oh, here comes Lord Sword. <laughs> so this is what you Oh, have look to- at me. I've got a new portcullis. <laughs> you have to think about the My post- moat don't stink. The post-apocalypse, like, who, what are you gonna, who are you going to hang out with? So much maintenance, but also so much maintenance. Yeah, you're right. You're right. Who would you hang out with? Would it be other castle dwellers? 
But we're talking about here in San Francisco. You're talking oh, about living in the sunset. Living in the sunset. Every yeah. eighth house is occupied. Yeah. The rest are just full of bodies that died in the flu. Yeah. And you guys are here. You got your bucket. They got their bucket. You're every <laughs> once in a while. Share a bucket. You should trade buckets. Bucket. Uh, yeah. I love that word. You bucket. <laughs> you wash my bucket. I'll wash yours. Fudge. Fudge bucket. Like how fun Living is in that? the sunset. See, the problem is that you know infrastructural. There's all kinds of things. I mean, it's going to be difficult. You know, gosh, what if the uh, what if the reservoir gets a crack and all the water comes down? The main problem in my neighborhood is if next door goes out, nobody is going to have any <laughs> idea. What there's one guy in my neighborhood in particular. <laughs> I cannot imagine this guy surviving. He's so upset about people who look like they might be stealing his packages. I don't think he even has a bucket ready. Let me ask you, as someone who gets a lot of packages, do you think that packages routinely get stolen from people's front porches? I mean, I think it does definitely happen, but it's one of those things where you can... Well, obviously, it's like any of these things where, you know... uh, what does or- Orwell say? Like, if you get, you get these people freaked out enough, you don't need your packages stolen. You're mentally stealing your own packages all the time. You're just, you're, you're just, you're so intense. It's like, that person, that person was near my bush for too long. I don't like the look of that person. Who wears, who wears something with a hood in this kind of weather? It would seem to me that most package thieves would end up with like, 700 bottles of contact lens solution Yeah, for every one interesting thing yeah, they got. It's con- a contact lens uh, solution, diapers, and porn. I mean... People get porn in the mail? <laughs> I imagine. Not, not everybody has a computer set. Not everybody's like you. Not everybody like you goes down to the store and gets a Bitcoin mining rig from the local Goodwill. Some people got to do it on their own. They got to watch it on their VCR. I, you know, I'm Amazon Prime. It never occurred to me at your recommendation. Yes. Amazon Prime never occurred to me to put porn in there and see what happened. Can you get porn on Amazon? You might want to look at the Kindle store. But that's like porn where Fabio like takes you in his arms, right? I wish. It's no. Like book porn. Do you want to know? Uh, there's like, but, but Kindle only has black and white letters. Yeah, but it's about having sex with a billionaire dinosaur. Get out, you know what? Don't get out your phones because I want you to pay attention to what John has to share with you. At your earliest convenience, please go into Amazon and search for things like billionaire and dinosaur. <laughs> Because that dinosaur is going to teach you a fucking lesson about how to reimburse your disbursements. Is it, is it fanfic? Is that what it is? No, it's professionally written shitty writing that you can get deployed via the Wi-Fi. And it's about, you know, fucking dinosaurs and billionaires. It could be all kinds of different combinations. Does you know? this have, have, have something to do with, like, tentacle porn? Uh, Except I it's, like, small arm porn? <laughs> Tiny tentacle porn? <laughs> Big thighs, small, small forearms. <laughs> you other brothers can't deny. Uh, <laughs> yeah, my I name like is Humpty. Hentai and I can't deny tentacles. Um, so, uh, do you feel like you're pretty prepped? I mean, uh, if you, if you, uh, well, you've got a castle of your own right now. Yep. You have a perimeter that is very, very well regulated. Pretty delineated. Like your militia. Yeah. Yep. Um, I have an escape, uh, an escape vehicle, right? A, uh, a uh, anti-apocalypse. Uh, a uh, motor van, uh, uh, your, which your is called RV? a GMC RV. Oh. Right? I have a uh, I have a barn that is defendable. Uh, I have a I have an empty swimming pool full of logs. <laughs> uh, 
I have. Is that is that? No, wait. Now, hige is when you get lines on your jeans. Yeah. What's the thing that's about coziness in Finland? Is that logs in a pool? What's that called? Logs in a pool. Logs. I think that's a different thing. I think that's Jim Baker's bucket by any other name. <laughs> If you have too much of the pepper food, you may discover that when you attempt to defecate in the bucket, you find nothing but logs in the pool. I don't know about Finnish comfort logs nomenclature. In the pool. You guys know about this? You know about the coziness? Do you guys not? Do you guys don't read? Hige? Is it Hige? Huga. 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 <laughs> That's not Hige. Hige is the penis whiskers. Yeah. And then Huga is, is, the, fin, is the Finland cook. Someone's got a leak. Wow. Um, is the Finland coziness for uh, because and the thing is that I'm gonna get, I'm sure I'm gonna get a lot of hisses for this but I, I've, I've been spending more time on 4chan again. Oh, John, we talked know, about this, terrible. buddy. And uh, they have one of the threads that's interesting ah. on 4chan is the comfy the comfy thread where they just post pictures of things that are comfy, yeah. and a lot of them are like little Finnish houses with snow coming down and little there's little they're basically like Thomas. Thomas Kincaid paintings oh. uh, with the little the painter of light with the little the <laughs> candle in the window. Oh, that sounds so cozy. Yeah, and then the next thread is about people being beheaded in car accidents, but <laughs> but the cozy threads are really nice. <laughs> but no, I I feel like if you the thing about being ready for for the disaster is not about being ready to defend your perimeter because I think it's very true that by the time you are defending your perimeter you will be defending it against people who are better armed and more motivated. It's than too you. late. Yeah. Like, okay. There's not, you're not defending it against random zombies. It's going to be against people who are uh, driving around in a Toyota pickup with a 50 caliber machine gun in the back who are like, we're right. taking over. Right. Right, right. And so don't worry about like guns and fighting. Just worry about like, it's, it's the bridge, right? It's not a three-day bridge. It's a 30-day bridge. Okay. Can you keep your family fed and keep yourselves like heated and washed during the time that it takes to reestablish a grid, mm-hmm. and because what's going to happen is the first thing that happens is the the, uh, the supermarkets aren't stocked anymore because the, well, the first thing that's going to happen is you can't call a kid to go pick it up at the supermarket for you. Well, right, I do you not want to face you that. You can't uh, yelp to decide which pho restaurant has the best meatballs. That's the first thing to go. Ruin my engagement party. One star. But we're but we're talking about like the devastating. We're talking about the nine point nine. We're talking about the one oh. that, with the with the accompanying tsunami, oh, and then all of the, and then the big flu comes. Oh, I can't get it sick, all John. I can't get sick. It all happens at once. Is the thing. World War One happened, and then the big flu, and then the and then not very long, ten years, yeah. uh, the stock market crash. Get the flappers. And then right then right after that, there was a depression. Yes. And then there was another world war. Right. Coincidence, right? And then there was you, you got wing walkers, yeah, uh, ticker tape. That's right, barnstormers, uh, uh, straw boaters, and then, and then modern jazz. <laughs> Who knew it was the it was the Bitcoin, not yeah. the Bitcoin, the cryptocurrency of its time. Let me ask you. You've mentioned Bitcoin several times. Yes. You're uh, you. Uh, it's time for some real talk about Bitcoin. <laughs> what what, uh, what is this we're looking at? I saw these, but I didn't want to look at them. Because it, it, if it's what I think it is, I'm pretty fucking happy. We should, you know what, turn away. Turn away. Are those? I don't know. Are, are those phony Shouldn't they be upside down if they're from Australia, though? 
Are those phony awards? I think they might be phony awards. They really look like phony. We did not bring these awards ourselves. Let's check it out. See what it says. Does it say anything? Oh, my God. Oh, my. It's a phony award. <laughs> For two th- mm-hmm. It's the phony award. In 2018, awarded to Roderick on the Line for most podcast. Most podcast. <laughs> I promised myself I wouldn't cry. Thank you. I just want to say, I just want to say thanks Thank to you. thanks to everybody. This is a very important time in the movement right now, and I'm very I'm very excited to have the opportunity to be up in front of you. Don't play me off. Thank you. Thank you. I'd um, like to I'd like to thank my wife. I'd like to yes. thank my other wife. <laughs> Uh, they really spared no expense here with this yeah. dowel. And I spared this. some expenses, but the, <laughs> but the, uh, I think the paint might still. Um, <laughs> well, and it's an interesting color of gold. It's really gold mixed with chocolate. It's one thing to never win an award that hasn't been invented yet, and it's another thing to win an award for a thing that was just made up that doesn't exist. <laughs> and for everybody out there who's ever wanted something that didn't exist and didn't understand why they didn't have it, I just want to say, me too. (laughs) Thank you. Yeah. See what uh, what I did there? (laughs) Makuna Tatata. Thank you. (laughs) Shatuna Papata. (laughs) Survival Bucket. 1-800. That's right. (laughs) Um, Mctuna Frittata. Nelly Furtado. Uh, let me ask you, though, about Bitcoin. It seems like the type of thing that uh, people would... Ex- what time did we start? I have no idea. We've only been doing this for 30 minutes. What time is it now? We've got another goddamn hour to do here. Well, we'll, we'll throw, Holy shit. We'll, we'll throw to questions after a while, and they'll entertain themselves. <laughs> it seems to me... There was a moment, right, where all of us wanted to maybe thought about getting a Bitcoin, but then when we looked at how much they cost... They were like $40, and it seemed too expensive. But you seem like someone who might have gotten a Bitcoin. Did you get a Bitcoin? There's a lot of things that I don't understand. <laughs> I've made a study of not understanding things, and I feel like that's something I've gotten kind of good at. Uh, it's very, very difficult for me to understand. From what I can gather, it's like money, mm. but not. Mm-hmm. And you need a computer to mm-hmm. make it, even though you're not really making it. Mm-hmm. But the distribution of what you've made involves math and lots of people and power. And then eventually you can't sell it because the fee is too high and there's too many people trying to do it at the same time. Oh, there are fees? I, I think there's oh, fees. Oh, that's how they get you. That's how they get you. Yeah. It's a crypto eel. <laughs> So it's uh, it's like uh, the money gets uh, what would you call it distributed dispersed? <laughs> talking about dis- a distributed disbursement? Is, is what it you're a disbursement? About? Is it like a further yeah, Donald disbursement? Trump, Donald Trump. Did you know Donald Trump went to Kazakhstan? He tell took me more. A one million dollar one million dollar fee. He goes to Kazakhstan. Are you aware of this? Uh, no, no, no. Tell me more. He went to Kazakhstan. You know, this is the kind of thing those those fat cats don't want you to know. <laughs> he got a one million dollar fee in Kazakhstan. He got got a million dollar fee. Million dollar fee in Kazakhstan. Ah, uh, it's not what they call a fiat currency. That's the term people like to throw around when they're saying. <laughs> real money, that's called a fiat currency. It's like a made-up phony baloney uh-huh. thing that's based on nothing, a f- a f- unlike a made-up phony baloney thing that requires computers and math. It's like a fix-it-again Tony currency? Is that what yeah, you're saying? Yeah, yeah. Oh, <laughs> no, but there's like two fiat owners in our Fixed entire audience. repair daily. They, they both live in uh, New Jersey, and they're not here to laugh. Is there one for Dodge? 
Dodge. I know uh, Fixed Again Tony. I yeah. know Fixed or Repair Daily, which is somebody should have workshopped that a little longer. Is there one for Dodge? Don't obviously Dodge Great Energy. It's a backronym. It's, yeah, it's a recursive. Right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. What it's about re- Lamborghini? <clears throat> <laughs> <laughs> lastly, and more ordinarily, though, lastly, and more basically, oh. <laughs> Oh, oh, oh. oh, really? Gosh. How? How is nothing in nothing? Gosh. And bikini. That was stupid. Got a Lambo. 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 47 Lambos. When you were a teenager, did yes. you have a supercar that you cared about? You don't care yes. about cars now, but what, Very was much your, so. what was your supercar, your teenage supercar? Uh, 64 and a half Mustang. Oh, the first one. Hexagon Grill. Uh, with the, uh, with like some kind of special thing or just Pony the, interior. the stock one? Pony interior. Pony interior. How does Merlin know these things? I thought that he hated cars. I wanted one so much. 64 I wanted a, a blue one with the hexagons. And uh, what was it a convertible or a, a coupe? A In coupe? my dreams? In my dreams? In your dreams. That'd be a coupe. Tudor? Yeah. Tudor? Yeah. 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 Uh, I like lots of cars, but uh, at the time that I had these desires that I couldn't fulfill because money, uh, they had the Maverick, or the, what was it called? The Mustang 2 at the time. Oh, which yeah. Which is the long standing fixed or repaired daily Mustang, which, which kind of looked like if somebody put tires on an 8 track. Uh, the Mustang 2 was a, was a Pinto that had a horse on oh. it. Oh. <laughs> uh, and a Pinto is a horse. Pineal involvement, not troubling overly. <laughs> Am I right? Ralph Nader. <laughs> John, John Roderick, what was, uh, I feel like I should know this. What was your uh, teenage boy dream car? I did not go in for all the, the, the puffed up Italian uh, sports things. I wanted a, uh, like the first year, 1966 Porsche 911. But it turns out I would barely fit in one. <laughs> you would have to take the seat out. <laughs> and I could sit in the back, I think. <laughs> have to take up the wheel and manually manipulate the steering column. <laughs> <laughs> and there might be someone in here that has an old Porsche who wants sure. to argue with me about whether or not I would fit in it. And I don't want to do that. <laughs> That's Save. a complete exaggeration. You fit in it real good. <laughs> but I, but I, there's a part of me that still wants one. Uh, but yeah. But all those things have become... All the things that I loved that were for assholes then yeah. are for bigger assholes oh, now. Because now they can get it. Yeah, it's you like, can. man, I want this big gym tomorrow. Like, get it. Bring it to me. Back then, if you saved your money, yeah. it was conceivable that you could get an old, cool car. It's been forever fixed. Like you get an MG. Like you, yeah. get, you get something, or you get a uh, like a Sprite. You could fix something. I had a friend who had an Austin Healey Sprite and was constantly like fixing it up. But like you know, now today you can get a fucking banana seat bike on Amazon Prime. <laughs> my childhood is available in my fingertips, assholes. I've been looked ever since my truck caught on fire. Yeah, uh, which wasn't that long ago. Uh, I fixed the truck. I, I, I took it to my guy. He said uh, he said it was going to be expensive to fix, and I said I'm pot committed to this thing. It's uh, uh, whatever the cost. And uh, this so this is he, the one. That just to bring our audience up to date, I don't know if people are up to date on the show. You ha- you have your truck, and there was a slight incendiary incident. Something happened. Something happened. Uh, you know, ninety nine percent of the time when an alternator fails, it fails to. Uh, 
continue to charge. It stops alternating. Yeah, one uh, one in a hundred times. What ha- happens is the alternator just gets out of the way of the electricity. On oh, it its, just says I'm outy. It's like see you later. Yeah. And so, 18 <clears throat> volts of pure electricity goes right into everything. Yeah. And it caught it on fire. And I put it out with a with an old fashioned fire extinguisher <laughs> that just shoots pure hate at everything. Uh, and as you know, hate extinguishes fire. Yes. Uh, and uh, paper Rochambeau. covers hate. Uh, and hate. so, but now uh, the windshield wipers are always on. Oh. Um, Even perfect rhythm with the song on the radio. <laughs> the, the, uh, the, da- the, the instruments in the dash are one by one blinking out. The speedometer no longer works. Oh, the that sounds gauge. very distracting. But, well, because all the all the mica from the hate extinguisher hate went extinguisher. into everything, and it won't. So they've I, changed that the way they make extinguishers now. You don't get as much hate. Well, now it's just it's just a, a carbon dioxide. It yeah, just now it just, it just it just blankets it with rationality and talks yeah. the fire out of it. Yeah, yeah, right. It bores the shit out of the fire. Well, by yeah. your logic, fire should be everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> The new logic pedant <laughs> fire extinguisher. But I started looking for a car because I felt like, you know, I owe it to everyone to have a car that has uh, electricity. It's not just for you. It's, it's for the... Well, it's for you and it's for yes. my kid who every time she gets into the car, she's like, why does your car smell like the inside of a tank? Legacy. Uh, and I, I don't know how she learned how a tank smells, but I think it's... You know, kids are reading weird books now yeah. at a young age. Yeah. I think yeah, she was reading. She was reading like uh, <laughs> she she gets on Alta Vista. <laughs> How does tank smell? She and her friends were watching Fury. Oh, is that right? The recent Brad Pitt movie about tank combat. Oh, no one saw. I not don't a single, know that. A bunch of peaceniks in here. Nah. Um, Problematic. Anyway, so I so. So she's like, why don't why do why don't your why windows? Does it, why does the thing we have to be in for being on road smell like this? Yeah, when, why don't Leads the windows ask, roll down with a the button? The smell was not detailed out to your satisfaction, even on repeat detailing. Uh, it's not that smell. It's, it's just it was the normal smell of the vehicle that smelled like naugahyde covered with motor oil. Yeah, uh, which that's is love. actually that's, that's the smell of love. That's the finish on these boots. Uh, that uh, did you guys notice that we're wearing the same boots? <laughs> we did and not. We did not work this out ahead of time. Completely accidental. When you are a man of a certain age and you wear Doc Martens, it communicates that you are not getting old gracefully. No. (laughs) Forget you, future. You know, I love the poor sizing of Doc Martens, but I like the convenience of a slip-on shoe. Hi. I feel like I got to get a little bit of a Fosse thing going. I feel like I should get a nice tight cuff. Get a little tight Fosse cuff. Oh, good. We're doing the pants material. (laughs) (laughs) It's always funny. It's like the tiny things in a trench coat. It's never not funny. But so I want a, I want a car and I want to get a good car. But it's a I legacy. Want a, I want a stylish car. I don't want to drive around in a fucking old shitty or like a Tercel or one of these new cars. And people are like, why don't you get one of these cars that looks like a Tonka truck? And I'm like, because I'm not a fucking uh, Fisher Price person. You get one of those Honda Cube boys. You don't want a Honda Cube boy. Don't no, get any of that stuff. No, no. no, I don't want something a, with texture, something with nuance, like a Brancusi, something curvy and beautiful that can easily catch on fire and then yeah, get put out. Something, something beautiful. It's a com- legacy. Something that communicates something about me to the other drivers, namely. Get out of my way. And uh, so I said. This guy looks like trouble. <laughs> <laughs> One of the great things about the truck is not that people see you in the rearview mirror and get out of your way, it's that people who are behind you that want you to get out of their way realize that they'd better leave you alone. Oh boy. Yeah, because it's like, I don't want to honk at this thing. Yeah. Who knows what's, who knows what's driving that? 
It's right. good. I just, on the back bumper, I have an NRA sticker and a Van Halen sticker. <laughs> this is like, don't, you know, don't, you don't know which way to go around this car. <laughs> I, I like the new, the new, uh, this is kind of a meme thing of like, you put one sticker over the other, like, you know, you put your, I kind of like to see a Van Halen sticker over an NRA sticker. <laughs> I think that, that says something like, yeah. Yeah. Do you, do you ever get people step to you within your vehicle? I want to get back to your story, but do you have, do you ever have to deal with people? It's sort of like you ever, like, you ever notice, like, on Muni and Bart, you never see two Local denizens like fighting each other. They're all like a local denizen is usually like hassling a normal, like a lady with a baby. Like ah, I live in the walls. I'm wallpaper man. And the person's like, oh, please just let me have a life. But like you never see two people like go at each other, like trying to shave each other or explain football. You never you never see that kind of like I don't know what's going on. Air's made of gravy. <laughs> it's always they're always going after a normal. Do you ever have to go up against another crazy vehicle person for for dominance? The, and also the air is made of gravy. Yeah, for sure. Uh, I don't need a pass. It's in my mind. The thing about a 1979 GMC Suburban is that you are 100% invisible to 98% of the people in the world. They just don't see it because it looks like a... It looks it's like, like being a 51-year-old man. Well, or just it looks like a, I don't know, a truck that, should, that doesn't belong and so their eyes just don't see it. Uh, but... Razzle-dazzle in a way. It's kind of... That's right. But every seven days, a 62-year-old black man will tip his hat as I drive by. And I'll be like, back at you, sir. So there, there's just a very small demographic of people that are like, nice truck. And I feel a real communi- a fraternal community with them. Mm-hmm. Um, but I never, it's not like I ever pull over and get out and say, like, want to hang. And, the, and they, don't, they don't run after me. This is part of the code, right? Yeah, no, it wouldn't. It wouldn't. I mean, I, you just you wouldn't always just say like after the apocalypse, you wouldn't just say, "Do you want to get up in my castle?" No, no, no. I think what you do is you, you reach don't want down, to share a bucket. Reach down between your seat and you pick up your fire extinguisher and wave it back at him. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> but so I want a I want a car, and I decided that what I need to get is some kind of you know I'm going to get a furring job because I'm not going to get one of these uh, <laughs> these these uh, these human like a Chrysler. <laughs> Like a candidly, his real youth simply leaves every every reach around stolen. Chrysler's. I feel like I feel like the truck industry, right? They've they've like pumped up. Everything's so pumped up. Everything's got so many bulbous, yeah. like fake muscles on it. Uh, Unnecessary diesel. You got fenders. You got the extra wheels in the back. Like yeah, you know, yeah. oh, what are you gonna do? You're gonna put extra bush light back there? Like, what? Well, come on. But, but stuff up front too. Like the grills just look like it's just like, like like a face on top of a face. And so I decided, oh, I'm gonna get one of these Mercedes Benzes. Mercedes Benz. Because that says a different thing about a man. Different thing. But then you look at them, and, and there are two things about them. They're not cheap, even when they're used. And also, you know that every quart of oil you buy has to be Mercedes oil, and it's $40, a, $40 for a So, But you're talking like an out-of-warranty old ass. Not like you've got to take it to the dealer kind of thing. Something that has electricity, but, but like... Okay. all right. But, you know, like something cool. Anyway, that's where I'm at right now. But I, I, was, I was hoping that this year was going to be like one of these years where I just made a bunch of money, everything happened... 
Uh, and it, and I was, it's something I, a person hopes. Yeah, and I'd be, and I'd, and I'd be I don't able to settle for either. <laughs> if I could buy like a car from 2012, I would feel like I was really ah, everything was happening. Sing and it, then, sister. And then I realized it was it was still me that was going to be doing things. And so whatever those dreams of everything working out were still they still had one problem. You you are not an option. Yeah, right. I like you're you're standard on every vehicle. I was still gonna make I was still gonna make every decision I would normally make even oh, in 2018. God. Oh man, we don't get to fool ourselves anymore. It's fucking bullshit. It's brutal. Yeah. So you got castles, you got cars, you got buckets. <clears throat> I don't know. To people who have never listened to the show, this happens on the recordings. Too. Oh yeah. Just that I do so much editing on the show, you never notice. He that. does do a lot of editing. You've got a. Uh, this is yeah. one, th- one thing that I can't uh, that I can't do on the show. My, my Jesse Thorne pocket square. Yes. No one. Th- I, I, I my Jesse Thorne. You're welcome. I can't notice things about you on the show, and I'm noticing oh. uh, that you have a, like a, a watch modern. Like everything else about oh, yeah. you could have just fallen out of. Uh, out of somebody's like uh, falling out of like unsuccessful gay porn from the early eighties. Well, no, or like, or like the the the, uh, the the page of the Sears catalog for cool dads, and then from like eighty, from nineteen eighty. But then yeah. you're looking at this watch that's just like it's it's like R two D two. Yeah, yeah, not not as funny after you have it for a while. What yeah, is it? What does it do? It's, it's just nobody cares at the watch. It's a dingus. It's an Apple Watch. Everybody cares. No everybody cares. cares. Look at it. It's so beautiful. People, I love you. I love you. You have nothing important to do. <laughs> is it? Is it mining bitcoins? It's got a digital crown. You need more focus in your life. Okay. Why are you so unambitious? What are you afraid of? I don't know, watch. <laughs> I have a lot of problems. This is funny to you how. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Um, is it Siri? Can you talk to it? Can you yes. say can you say watch uh, me? Watch me. This is great radio. Hey, let's do it. Let's do it. Let's hear it. What time is it? Oh, I have the Here are some movies. What? <laughs> what did it say? I didn't hear it. Who is John Roderick? Whoa, 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 turn it off, turn it off. <laughs> Ask John Roderick, would you like to... S- Try again. Ask John Roderick, would you like to split a bucket? Send this. <clears throat> Nothing yet. I think it's still mining Bitcoin. <laughs> I, I, there is a text here from a friend that says, there are a couple of total John Roderick dream girls in my Zumba class. No photo. Short, curly hair, nose massage, combat boots? <laughs> did, did you say nose massage? <laughs> Mazel <tov. laughs> What do they, they call? What's, what's the martial art called? What do you call it? Uh, car vegetable? Uh, you're What's the one called? What's the Israeli martial art? Kabbaga. 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 
<laughs> this episode of Roderick on the Line is brought to you in part by Casper. You can learn more about Casper right now by visiting casper.com slash supertrain. Casper is the company focused on sleep, and they are dedicated to making you exceptionally comfortable one night at a time. You spend a third of your life sleeping. If you spent a third of your life doing anything, you'd want to make sure it's the best it can possibly be, and that's why you need Casper. Casper mattresses are perfectly designed for humans, with engineering to soothe and support your natural geometry. It's got all the right support in all the right places. So you ask yourself, what goes into making a Casper mattress so comfortable? Well, I'll tell you. They combine multiple supportive memory foams for a quality mattress with just the right sink and bounce. Casper mattresses are designed and developed in the U.S., and their breathable design helps to regulate your body temperature throughout the night. And with over 20,000 reviews and an average rating of 4.8 stars, Casper is very quickly becoming the Internet's favorite mattress. Good for you, Casper. You can be sure of your purchase with Casper's 100-night risk-free sleep-on-it trial. They deliver your mattress directly to your door, and if for any reason you don't love it, Casper has a hassle-free return policy. We are a Casper family. I know whereof I speak. My wife and I sleep on a Casper. My daughter sleeps on a Casper. We just love them. Anytime I travel, I'm so looking forward to getting home to my Casper mattress. So join me, please. Start sleeping ahead of the curve with Casper. You can get $50 towards select mattress purchases by visiting casper.com slash supertrain and using the very special offer code supertrain at checkout. Terms and conditions apply. Our thanks to Casper for supporting Roderick on the Line and all the great shows. <laughs> well, you're unfolding this piece of paper. Is this our contract? Does it say how long we have to do this show? Forever. Uh, let's move on to the next portion of the program, which is some new bullshit we're making up. Uh, I went on the internet earlier today. And uh, oh, we should also warn people, we will probably take questions from the audience after yeah, this. We're going to hang out afterwards. Do not touch I'm not going to hang out don't, much because you're all fucking going to make me sick. And I have to go home. I have a podcast record in the morning. Yeah. And I still haven't taken my sleeping pill. Yeah, don't talk or, or breathe on Merlin. Don't get close. Just wave. No, no your being here is the yeah. plenty. Um, <laughs> but you can talk to me. I'll stick around. Yeah. But we're also going to take questions. People show affection on my behalf. Uh, I went on the internet this afternoon and I said, to, I said to people, I says, I said, Generation Super Train, is there a topic from Roderick on the line for which you'd like to hear John Roderick provide an update? 98% of them said GMCRV, I bet. GMCRV is on the list. All right. We have not prepared, we, unless you've seen some of this. Uh, uh, listener Sean N. of Seattle. We're like some fall, uh, he says, his, the, thing, the thing about Jews. <laughs> Listener Sean N. Sean N. from Seattle asks, what's the thing about Jews? No, 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 there's no what's, just, just the thing about Jews. I think he wants you to follow up on the thing about Jews. Do you, did, want, to, do you want to take another question and come back I do, to this did one? Did I do some thing, did I do bits on Jews? <laughs> that doesn't seem like me. <laughs> not me. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, not me. You know, I'm a Judeophile. And that's, a, that's difficult to say. I don't sometimes. think they like to be filed. <laughs> they enlist do not... Too um, soon. Listener uh, John, not this John, listener John and many other people, let's be honest, current stat, if you want to say in as much as you're comfortable and legally obligated to say, what is the current status of the GMCRV? Uh, the GMCRV is under a tarp. Because... Out of respect? Uh, <laughs> It's under a tarp because uh, we're in the rainy season in Seattle, and it is easier to detarpify it when I w when there's a sunny day than it is to 
dehumidify it. I like the way it smelled. Yeah. Well, I know it smells great, but it's just like if, if, it, if it sits in the rain for two and a half months, right. then you have but to But it's kind of like grandma's old underpants and look magazines. You know, you want to flip through them, but not a lot. I do not know. No, but it, you are making a reference mil, mil, I do mil, not get. Mildew is that ableist mildew? It's 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 got a certain uh, uh, <laughs> moist. <laughs> you're, do, you're doing the the international symbol of I love this wine. <laughs> oh, it's got there's so many things going on. I just feel there's a lot of complexity in the mouth feel. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it smells like uh, like burnt. I'm umber. making that effluvium thing. You're never supposed to just snort the chemicals. You're supposed to get an effluvium. Right, right, effluvium. Yeah. Uh, tarp, the tarp, thing, tarp, the tarp. thing about a, a, a RV is that a, a good RV, a nice RV, feels it should smell like uh, things are wet, that the exhaust is routed through the dashboard. Uh, it should smell like someone's been living there for a year with a cat. Uh, like it should smell like you've been frying fish in there since the 70s. Like all these things mixed together to get this like eau de RV. And uh, you know, mine has that of course. Like, it's, like all you have to do is smell the curtains and you get the whole experience. But I just don't want there the curtains to... are very rustic. Yeah, there's and these have, this, those are original curtains. And I the think. thing about the RV is it has curtains and louvers, so you can really exclude the outside world. But you know the back window is this. It's like scenic picture window. You can back up on. You can go on the Pacific Coast Highway, back up to one of those cliffs, and wake up in the morning to the to the breakers and the seagulls and the oil derricks out there just leaking into the sea. And the smell. The... Curtains. But but, uh, but I, car- I tarped it. It's in the backyard. The problem was I drove it around the block in preparation to back it in because it was parked like this and I needed to go around the block in order to have the right angle to back it into its spot in front of the barn to be tarped. Also, is it kind of a good idea to get all the things in motion one last time? That's right. So it doesn't all just kind of freeze up in the same place forever? And 300 yards from its, from its eventual birth in dry dock, Everything shut down. The power went off. The engine quit. And I was like, I didn't have enough forward momentum to just roll up to the house. I was like, I was not even a block away. And I had to call AAA, who, who had to come. They in, don't like that. They, they don't like in, being called. In their biggest wrecker. And it's one of those records that has, that has more, more like rollers and flashing lights and spotlights on the side than the than the main ship that you can't turn off it just looks like the close encounters ship as it turns upside down it's just like lights everywhere and all the neighbors came out to see what was going on and the and the wrecker was blocking the tow truck so the one neighbor that really needs his mail was really upset and i kept saying if the when the mail truck gets here i'm going to explain it to the mailman and he was pacing and then, so I had to, I couldn't even monitor the, the towing. Oh, I had no. to be in, you, you're I, doing crowd management. I had to be in the back, like, everything's fine, everyone. It's cool. Don't worry. I'm looking for the postman. And then I saw the, the, the mailman coming from a half a mile away and had to watch as he stopped at each mailbox, which is what they do. Yeah. Like this, this slow motion anticipation of this. Was there concern that he would just go around it? If That's what this just... guy was pacing I'm about. I'm not getting out of this but truck. But he didn't want to talk to the guy. And so it's just this like slow-mo thing of like, come on, I just got a 30-second thing I need to tell you yeah. about this guy's mail. And he's just like, and he's taking his time. He's sorting through all the circulars. He's putting the uh, Safeway he know, stuff. He knows what he's doing. And, and your like, neighbor's upset, but he doesn't want to have to be the one to talk about and it. The t- and the tow truck guy and the, this guy over here with the yeah. soup. 
Yeah. And so, fi- but finally, the tow truck guy backed it into the to the uh, in front of the barn. I tarped it, and what it is right now is a problem for the future. Yeah. What I it's, like, a, it's an opportunity. What I like to do is I walk past it and I go March problem. Mm-hmm. That's a problem for March, and when March arrives, it's going to have come a lot sooner than I expected. I love the. I don't want to take you off this. I love the idea of the March problem. It's a March problem. Oh, that's a March problem. Yeah, that is not a November problem. It is not right. a January problem. It's a March problem. Jesus, take the wheel. I'm not going to think about this for two months at yeah. least. Yeah. When it's time, it might be time. I'm not saying it's an August problem. No. No. It's not I, that good. And the thing about King Neptune, I'm still King Neptune yes. until June. With all rights there and too. That's right. And and that's a June problem. When uh, I get that's a like a that's This a, is a fantastic I mean, I'm I'm not I'm not blowing smoke up your skirt. This is a good thought technology. Mm-hmm, the March mm-hmm. problem. You've already you've got a, you figure out where the problem goes. You've got you guys got a little uh, file of facts for where it's going to go for for your calendar. And when March comes, not today, not there'll today. be like a ding 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 ding, ding like a like a one of those railroad crossing things yeah. where the, the the bell starts sounding and the lights start flashing a long time before the arm drops. Yeah. And you know that's that's basically how you approach a March problem, like. Yellow light, yellow light, yellow light, March. Ding, 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 and there's March. And are you going to get there before the, the, the barrier goes down? Is it uh, beginning of March or just before March is done? I feel like the reason it's a March problem mm-hmm. is that uh, you get your RV ready in March for what is ultimately your April adventure. So you're getting your March problems are really your April adventures. It's just like your March May problems f- are April adventures. Yeah, you're. you're your uh, your May flowers bring uh, June showers or whatever right. it is. Uh, yeah, your March problems right. are April adventures, and you need to you know you, okay. you, you, it's all got a, it's it's dominoes all the way down, <laughs> right? Yes. Um, Cause and effect. It's yeah right because yeah. your April your April adventures yes are your May gratifications. Hmm. But you can still have April problems. You can have May adventures if you're going to have a. a and I have January problems. Sure. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. A lot of my March problems come from being like November problems. Yeah. Uh, the thing I keep thinking about is just uh, even more like I'm not a car guy. I'm not a transit guy. I'm not a person who likes motion. But like I just keep coming back to fucking clubhouse. Clubhouse. Like it wants to be a clubhouse. But like so like the moisture and the uh, distinctive odor, uh, does that come from like one big hole or from a million tiny cracks? So a lot of the thing about a thing about an RV is it's too it's too long to uh, handle torsion. Oh, it's an engineering problem. Yeah. So when you when you make a thing this long yeah. and then you put it on the road where it's going both up and down and side to side, yeah, 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 it's yeah, got yeah, twisting yeah. forces. It's like, a, like a subway six foot sub. Like there's going to be some turning and there's going to be motion. It's a material science problem. There's material nothing problem. that is okay. flexible and also sturdy, mm. except for perhaps somebody in here with a 3D printer is going, uh, I beg to differ. I have, <laughs> I have created a polymer. But in the 3D printing community, they're the worst. <laughs> In 1977, when this thing was built out of used Corvette parts, uh, what they did was they just like zipped it together like you would an IKEA thing. But, oh yeah, right. Mm-hmm. But they had uh, they had like um, they had rubber uh, uh, baby buggy, 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 buggy bumpers. bumpers. Yeah. 
And so everything, everything that... What, 1978 no one's it from? What 77. year? 77. 77. It's as old as Star Wars. Yeah. I bet they never... I mean, God bless them, the people in that community. I don't think they ever intended that thing to still be around now. Oh, they did. That community did. of people. They're all aeronautical Not engineers. Not the community, but the uh, GM, or as I like to call them, uh, go... <laughs> Go, monsters. Mobilize. <laughs> Go, mo- monkeys. Let's just take the temperature of the room. How many yeah. people in here were born before 1977? Oh, that is a very small proportion of the people in here. Just for comparison's sake, how many people were born after 1977? So this GMCRV is... This week my daughter said, do you know, do you know anyone who's older than you? <laughs> I said, hey, I've met people who are living that are older than me. I've got a, I've got a friend who's over 55. This thing, is the, it's the equivalent of a Bugatti to us, right? Oh. Uh, like, like how the hell, uh, how do you even keep this thing on the road? But, yeah. but so all the little, every time that someone at GM drilled a hole into that fiberglass in order to put a light or a mirror, or a piece of chrome, or an antenna, or anything. Yeah. Every one of those things is now thinking to itself, I'd like to just wither and turn into a hole rather than be a sealed. Like, it's, it's, as you get older, your sphincter just gets yes. less and less. Uh, you know what also? But it's also torsion. Because, torsion. Because torsion, there's two things that every engineer knows about torsion. It's cruel and it's patient. Right? So that's the thing about torsion. Torsion, everything seems to be fine. Everything's copacetic. Everything's playing off legit. It's not like studs are shitting out of the wall. Right? Like, right. it's going to be very subtle. It's going to be a little bit of, uh, what, give, give me some airplane motions. You got hue. You got cry. Yaw, you, you got, got yaw. yaw. Yeah. You uh, got, got forge. Uh, you got uh, pong. pong. You got, uh, <laughs> you got hegaw. You got gee. You got gee. <laughs> and haw. Right? Right? Yeah. Right? You got yoni. Mm-hmm. Yoni. Uh-huh. You got yoni and lingam. Yoni and lingam. Yeah, that's right. Gaia. Right? <laughs> Gaia. Uh, all the different <laughs> ways that a plane can move in space. Some of them are in all three of the dimensions. And that's a lot like what happens uh, w- with the, uh, the materials problem of a GMCRV. Right. It's very, very long, right? And so, but the stresses are going to be very subtle right. and patient. All the like people- maybe by the time of Empire Strikes Back, everything was still really great. You get sure. up to the time of Return of the Jedi, some of the studs are getting a little bit curious about that's where right. else they could be going, right? There are a lot of people in the audience who were born in 1987. And one uh, day, time is going to make 1987 look like 1967. Yeah, and that's when you're going to yeah. find the material science that went into building you Ooh. also starts due to torsion and Gaia yeah. become yeah. make it so that your sealants and your 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 seals right, right, also right. start to lose their elasticity. Yeah, regardless of how much Dijon you get into the yoni, right. there's still going to be a little bit of yaw in the lingam. That's right, and you're gonna, you're gonna and there's going to be resistance from the hue, the hue that's and the cry. So you got the, we got the storm over here. You got the drang over there. Yeah. 1977. Yep. Right. And so right now the GMC RV, like you all and like me, mm-hmm. right now, this Under will all happen to us at one point. We're going to end up tarped in front of somebody's barn. <laughs> uh, and the GMC RV got there first. And eventually they'll need to make room, and you'll be tarped outside the barn. <laughs> I want to turn it then into... Then you a, won't be tarped anymore. You're just going to be a wet old RV. <laughs> and nobody can even open the door anymore. I love you, Grandpa. 
I, I want to turn it into a clubhouse. You know, should I, be a clubhouse. You get a dehumidifier. I got a dehumidifier. I got one for home. I got one for the office. I never look back. Yep, yep. You put it in there. It'll suck the shit out of that place. Yeah, but it's the Scottish Castle problem, which yes. is yeah. Every time I open Sunset Magazine, I see one of those tiny houses. Yeah, and I think I want to put a tiny house in my backyard. Yeah. as a yoga studio or as a right. Zumba, whatever that is, studio, yes. or as a, it's, you it's, know. It's called limited motion Zumba. Yeah, right. right. I you listen to very, very calm music and you make very small motions. I'll have, I'll have a stand-up desk and I'll <laughs> do my architecture there, whatever yes. it is. Uh, but then I remember I don't have any more friends than my daughter and my, her mother and my mother and sister. Okay. I don't okay. want anyone living around me. I don't want people waking me up in the morning or well, touching people, my feet come, when come I'm over and, uh, Don't touch don't, don't my feet. Don't borrow my bucket. That's right. And so don't I'm empty gonna, my bucket. Don't fill my bucket. Don't do anything with my bucket. What part of me wants to put an apartment in my yard? Oh, a yard apartment would be so boss. It would be boss, but who would I put in there? But what if you just wanted to go look at a map? Well, would it be I, nice? Sure. No, not no. I don't mean like a Rand McNally map. Like, what if you had a really good fucking historical map, and you could open the door and you go in there? You got your stein you of coffee. You say what if? I would be in that thing all the. Well, I told you about how I used to live in the attic a lot when yeah. I was a kid. Yeah. It'd be the same thing for me. It'd be like living in an attic, except that wheels that don't go anywhere. I would be so into that, except for the smell, and I get the dehumidifier. Okay, second problem. All right, and I think this is the main problem. Yeah. The door, and there's only one door to the GMC RV. It does not have it's, a pilot's door. It's a door. feature, not a bug. It has one door. Mm-hmm. The door faces the house if the RV is nose-in. But I find nose-in parking aesthetically unpleasing. Mm. I want rear-in. I want to back a vehicle in. Yeah. I don't want to nose a vehicle in because... What if you have to get away? That's right. Yeah. When it's time to... When you it, ever when, see a cop go nose into a space? No. Once. <laughs> and then they're dead. So you don't, you don't want to be... always back in. Always back in. You don't want to be in a situation where you can't... You Even just, if you have a tarp go. and the thing doesn't move, That's right. get back in. You back it in. That way, if you, you could also defend your perimeter that way. If, God forbid, you had to defend against the bucket stealers and the zombies and you had to be in the pilot of this great craft, you would be able to, to conduct your turret gun... With it pointing out like a gentleman. <laughs> That's right. Uh, and, and the problem is if it's back in, then the front door faces Patrick's yard. No. And Patrick's yard is full of uh, parts from his like sewer reconstruction business. It's, n- it's not appealing. I planted a hedge of photinia. I want to know more about the sewer reconstruction business. <laughs> I have a hedge of photinia, but it hasn't grown yes. up enough. And when it finally does... I love that band. And yeah. A hedge of photinia. Oh, God. Yeah. The shoegaze yeah. bands were well, so good. The dream pop. When they opened for Mission to Burma, oh, that was really a great tour. Remember that one song they did? Yeah, go back to your list. What else you got? These are, these are you, real uh, reader... This is real reader mail. Otherwise, um, do you see yourself getting back into it or is there a little voice do you have a little voice i bet you got a little voice don't answer it i feel too like, soon i feel too like soon. rving is a is an activity for someone just slightly older than me <laughs> and maybe a little maybe significantly <laughs> yeah, older sh- than me you should wait you should wait until and I, I really, you know when yeah. i got into it i thought i would go to these rv conventions and it'd be full of, like super foxy people who were all like like in the night you'd hear the doors open and people tiptoeing between RVs you know like ding dong hi I'm here yeah. like it was there was a whole I, I, I hoped it was a community yeah. and in fact it's a community I'm of playing this swinging a little bit or okay. something fun right but in, in the main way but like, like a nice clean bit of swing yeah consensual clean 
It's just healthy. I mean, you yes. know that you're all in RVs. You're not like weirdos. Yeah. You don't mind a little. You don't. You don't mind a little mildew on the sill. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But instead, every everybody uh, everybody in the RV community, they're just in there painting Ronin, like they're not. <laughs> I imagine them making ships. Well, or Is there mi- ship making ship, involved? Ships in bottles, you mean? It could be a bottle. But, I don't know. But I think they you can are. fit ships in lots of different things. I wouldn't constrain the imagination of a GMC RV owner. I think they are tiptoeing between each other's RVs and having sex with each other. Uh-huh. But, uh, but Full-on coital sex? I think so, but they are past their prime reproductive years. Good. And that... <laughs> you, don't think it's just, you don't think it's just finger-banging mostly? No, come Ooh. on, guys. We're, we're adults here. I think, well, I are there think, kids here? Is there anyone under the age Who's of Who's the youngest person here? here? Who's the youngest person here? Yell it out. You think you're the youngest person here? Yell it out. Come on. Are there any people who are teenagers here? Oh, okay. Somebody, so, over there, somebody over here was mouth breathing, and that's a sign of being uh, a teenager. I think there actually, is, I scored very well. I'm way above my grade average. I think there would be more finger, finger banging, banging, except the yeah. two, the captain seat and blasting, the, the co pilot seat are about as far apart as these two seats. Yeah. So you would have to really be like making a big, big right turn. Yeah, but everything, everything behind the cockpit converts from something to something else. And that's just the dream space of imagination for the finger blaster in your life. You could, you could be sit. Listen, you could just hear me out. You could be sitting there having a perfectly serviceable homemade meal at that table. You flip the fucking table over. Your legs are up in the air, and everybody's getting finger blasted. <laughs> right in the back. In the back is that a bench? Sure, it's a bench. Guess what? I close the door now. It's a bedroom. Right in here. In here, <laughs> I come in here. I had some French onion onion soup. I go in and I blast a tutor. And guess what? I turned some stuff on, and now it's a shower. Come on in. Full finger blast. This is, this you, is, get bla- you get blast off from every zone in this place. You should leave no surface unblasted. It's a thing that we don't get in I'm America. I'm going to just fog up the fucking windows, right? In other countries, there are bathrooms that, that are small and turn into showers. Yeah. And we don't have that very much in the United States. But oh, you mean in like, in like a normal house? In just house. your apartment, right? Yeah. The bathroom is small and there's a drain in the floor and it's also a shower. Uh, but I don't know if anyone in the room has ever taken a shower <laughs> while you were also taking a shit. But it's two different... Uh, or are willing to admit it. Yeah. Two different usages of the word take. Yeah. Uh, and and neither one really the the normal one which is like to take a, a to take a drink the, or the, take the a Brits bottle. say that they're going to leave they're, they're going to leave a shit. I you're going to yeah you're going to they're going to offer a shit. But also like you're not it's they're not going to, <laughs> they're they're just that you're taking the shower yeah. right you're like it's called respecting the royals. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but it's a great experience. I highly recommend oh it to everybody. Oh my god. It's you know like it's George Costanza with the sandwich during sex. It's that same kind of thing. If you could do more than one thing at a time in that bathroom, shouldn't you? You know, just so many options. It's already a little bit of mildew smell. Oh, it's like a meatball in the bathtub. Well, uh, la la la. <laughs> <laughs> when you told me there were balls, I was all thinking about your tub. I have a desk I made of my own design. Oh, won't you sign it with your tiny pen? Finger blasting. <laughs> la la la. I could do this all night, stop laughing or I will. I'll scrape the mildew from your windowsill. Come smell my drapes. I would, I would go to this show for sure. La, la, la. <laughs> 
If you did just a one-man off-Broadway thing where you just... There's somebody in here one day is going to accidentally be somewhere and be a little bit high who's listening to some of my programs and Pretty Girls Make Graves, this song by the Smiths, is going to come on the radio and they're going to have a lot of problems. Yeah. <laughs> la, la, la. Listener Matt Howie says, uh, if we're going to join John in collecting Filson bags, what's a good price range on eBay for a weekend-sized Filson duffel bag and what was the best era of Filson bag years to look for answer any or all parts that you want you're already a phony award winner this is all gravy this is super difficult for me because i hate to be uh, to do like free advertising for this brand but i also feel like i've I've kind of given myself uh, this like they could do a lot more for you no do you you see me having a filson bag right now they do a lot this is reflective of my life i don't have a filson bag the thing about this is the curious thing about Filson bags for those of you who are curious. They are not actually an old thing. Filson made jackets and vests and shirts, wax pants and boots and pants. Yeah. And then in the 90s, someone at the Filson company said, "What if we made luggage?" I thought that that person was going <gasps> in surprise, but in fact they were just preparing to cough. And that is the appropriate reaction to this story. It's very dull. So anyway, Matt Matt Howie... Uh, when you're just a little bit older, you'll be so good at GMC RVs. Uh, I, here's what's going to happen. I remember there was a time I had an anecdote about bags. <laughs> the bags at the time were quite unusual in the sense that they were neither particularly old <laughs> or, or <unusual>. demonstrably new. <laughs> and the thrust of the anecdote was that therein lie the bargain. But now, at the time, <laughs> I'm there was a band called The Gits. The Gits did not have the bags because I haven't been invented yet. Yeah. I'm going to do my eBay store this year, and I'm going to sell, I'm going to sell my all Listener my... Julie says, what's up with the eBay store? Wow! Yeah. I'm going to sell so much stuff on there, it's going to be amazing. Oh, if wow. you are an extra large or know someone who is... Or want, or, or, or want to be like someone in the 90s who's wearing clothes that were too big for them. Uh-huh. Ah. Or you want some bags. Or you want some painted ronin. Uh, bags for the extra large. Right. Yeah. Or you want like nesting dolls of different um, uh, Russian premieres. Uh, my eBay store is going to be the thing for you. And I think it's called... I don't know what it's called. You got a name on the account thing at some point. Is it Super Train? I think it was Morgan, Morgan, Mor- Morgan. Morgan Rides Free. Morgan, oh, that's it. That's catchy. Yeah. That's good. Do you remember the story behind Morgan Rides Free? Uh, tell me again. When I was freight hopping... Try to come up with some kind of clever URL that you could re- redirect. Morgan Rides Free yeah. dot URL? Yeah. Um, <laughs> Anytown, USA. One, two, three, four, five. When I was a teenager and I first started hopping freights, there were still old men who wrote their handles in chalk or in charcoal on the trains they'd ridden. Like, you know, Bob's your uncle was, you know, like March 874. Hobotagging. Little little Kilroy was here, noses and stuff like that. And I needed a handle and I didn't have a good one. And it was before I could really brand things very well. Yeah. Uh, I'm not, still not very good at branding things. Uh, hence the name of this podcast. Morgan, Morgan Rides Rod- Free. Roderick, Roderick on the line. Yeah, thanks for all your help with that. <laughs> um, but uh, but uh, my, middle na- 
My middle name is Morgan. It is. And I was yeah. super into riding free. Ah. Both free on these trains that don't cost money because you're, uh, you're... That could have been so much worse. That could be so much shittier. Uh, Roderick is blazed yeah, or right. something like Roderick that. It could have really blazed. sucked. And there are hobo handles like that. Like, <laughs> of course weed, there are. Weed 420. <laughs> cool Todd 420. <laughs> but, uh, but then, and then I tried to shorten it to Murph. MRF Murph. Like Murph. And that wasn't good. And MRF? Then, MRF Murph. Murph? It could be Murph. Oh, because of the, it's an IC. Yeah. It fixed, fix it again, Tony. Capital M, Mor- lowercase u. <laughs> Uh, and then uh, yeah. Morgan Morgan Uber rides free, and then uh, and then some. Uh, then I was in a uh, like a briefly in a hip hop community uh, where there was a lot of tagging going on, and there was a suggestion that I needed a tag. Uh-huh. Uh, and so they they uh, decided that my tag was eggs because I was an egghead, and so I was eggs. But and so then that I was sucks. I know. And then I That's so then really, I was really bad. Then I was out trying to tag things with a sharpie as like eggs. Trying to draw a photorealistic egg. But the, the thing is, like, thing is, uh, a, this one's over medium. I did it too long. If you look at the if you look at the history of tags in hip hop, you will see that, really that the people don't use the letter G very often because uh, it's not very smooth. Like there's not a cool smooth way to. Oh, to it's like trying to get the app switcher on your iPhone 10. Yeah, yeah. right. Like if, if you've got a, gesture, like if you've got a spray can and you're doing yeah. like A, that's really nice, uh, and like even a B, but like G kind of yeah. ends. And so I started doing the, those G's that are like little circle, big circle. And kind of trying to make them look like eggs, like a fourteen-year-old girl. Yeah, but then, but then I realized that that was really egg-headed of me, uh, and I was living up to my name. And oh I didn't no! Like that. You so, put an egg on an egg. But th- that's right. But that's then no I, good. Uh, then I evolved. Away we I need to allow time for our. Do, you, do folks in the audience? First of all, does anybody have things that they would like to? ask Oh, sure. John? There are a lot of questions. Well, I want to make sure. I don't want to cut the short. Does anybody have things they would like to ask John? This could be very, very short. Uh, well, why don't we bring up the house? Well, let me let me just let me question. give you one more. You oh. pick, you pick. Here's your options. Uh, oh, listener Shannon wants to know uh, how the house renovations are coming. They're fine. Uh, I thought for a while that I had bats or I had rats in the walls again, and I couldn't figure out how they were getting in. And then I realized I had bats. No and rats, just bats. I had bats in the attic, and they got in because when it's I not asked, cats with hats. No, it's bats. Good. It's bats, and I and I realized that uh, that some. When I asked him to plug the hole that I knew was next to the uh, was next to the chimney, Sam told me that he had, but he hadn't. Because it's, like it's a real game of whack-a-mole with Sam. Yeah. Yes, he has to do something fairly specific over here, and he goes around the corner. He's got a different thing. Yeah, I didn't go up the two, gutters? Gutters? two ladders that it would take to get up there to say like, no, this hole. Yeah. And so he didn't plug it, and now bats are coming in. Oh, that's no good. Uh, I don't think. Oh he yeah, did you ever find out where he peed? Sam? No, I think he peed in the Fatinia. Over by okay, the, show of by hands the, for anybody who does. Okay, listen. Here's the thing. John had Sam come out to his house for about eight years. He came out almost every day. Sometimes he wouldn't show up for six weeks. Sam came out to his house as his contractor friend and companion. It was kind of like a Green Hornet and Cato type situation. Um, show of hands. Sam never peed the entire time he was ever at the house. Clap. I'm pretty confident Clap. that that's what's happening. Okay. Okay. All right. You know, God bless you. Uh, other show of hands. Uh, Sam just fucking ruined that yard with pee. Show of hands. It just stands to no, reason. No, I don't think so. You think there's something in his makeup without being ping pong. You think there's something about Sam that says, mm, this line you do not cross. You do not pee on this, on this territory. You think he just knew. I it think, was respect. It's like Henry Hill. 
As a teenager, Som escaped from the killing fields of Cambodia and found his way. He probably had to pee really bad. Found his way through Thailand to my house, to, all the way to fixing my porch and and lying to me about the hole in the roof. I'm pretty sure that Som can hold his pee for six all hours. Right. But also, the fact that I have bats and not rats is now inhibiting me adopting Vito, because Vito is that a kind of kung fu. Vito was a rat killer. Oh. And oh, this is, this is, oh, the cat. The cat. Okay, and right. I don't know if you know this, but it's illegal to kill bats in the United States. It's illegal to kill bats in you the United States. Is that federal? Uh, you cannot it's kill a USC bats. type situation? Uh, does anybody know whether anybody it's know a federal bat law? law? Is there any bat lawyers? To the appellate court, Robin. <laughs> I'm the real bat lawyer. <laughs> I'm not going to bury another bat lawyer. Uh, we should get to the questions. Oh, there was a second question. There was a big request, actually, from a guest of yours here, that you talk about the Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy <laughs> movie, but we probably don't have time for that. The person, the, the, the thing when you said, what should we talk about, was you, they wanted me to talk about that. Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy movie? Listener 2049 says, Honestly, the only thing that comes to mind was the ep where John was about to give his opinion on the Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy movie before changing topics and never coming back to it. <laughs> we, we have a hard out at 9.30, right? Uh, this is one of the, uh, the that, that story, the Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy story, is one of the real long tail Roderick on the Line stories. It's going to come back eventually. Okay, we'll come back to that. Well, we should, we should probably, you know, my, my, my uh, wife and daughter are reading that right now. Are they? It's a wonderful book. It's, it's a very good book. By the Yellow? time you get to the third book, it's not funny anymore. Right. Uh, all right, I want to take questions because I know there are some enthusiastic ones. Do yes. we have a mic or should we? No, no, just yell. Oh, that no. place is gone. I, you know, there's a lot of turnover in the neighborhood. Uh, no, I have never had the house. That I still, I did LSD in college, and it was a bad idea. And then I did LSD again and again, and I did so much of the LSD, and I really regret it because there's times when I have things happening in my life that I think are real. And uh, that was a lot like that day with the Chinese food. But I was there. Yeah, I mean, you say you were there. Oh, that's true. That's exactly what I expect from a hallucination. I feel like they went back to, back to Alpha Centauri. Yeah. That was a hell of, No, I haven't had Ostra. Yeah. You know what they did? They were like, we need to learn to make tea and then we come back. I think, I think what they said is, like, let's, let's just kind of float this on a couple. Obviously, this place is going to be a training ground for teaching greys to kind of mostly pretend, <laughs> right, that they, that, they, that they are normals. Hence the looks. Anybody else have another uh, question? Anyone? There anyone? were others. It's okay if you don't. Don't don't worry. You don't. We have can to do some yes, improv, uh, ma'am. There on the side. Does John have a favorite piece of hate mail? And if so, what is it? Oh, well, John's thinking about that. I will, this is not asked to me. Are you ready to go? Yeah. No. Go ahead. Uh, talk. No. About I just my, uh, there's a new kind of favorite genre. I think. I think this is a spinoff of of, of Twitter as a genre. And my new favorite is just when anybody is such a fan of what I do that they take the time to reach out to me for the first time with a grievance and a hostility. And um, it's just, it's so nice to find out that somebody is a fan. Uh, it's not even, it's not even a shit sandwich. It's the shit shit witch uh, of just how terribly disappointed they are. Such a fan for 15 years and really, uh, I just can't even anymore. Yeah. That's a nice, that's a nice genre. It's nice to disappoint people you haven't met yet and then find out later. My favorite piece of hate mail actually was generated here in San Francisco. Uh, by uh, no, in fact, I think it was Frisco Sac Proud. I think it was Sacramento. It actually came from because Sacco. 
Uh, I uh, yeah. Ooh. Ooh. I I played a show with the with my band, The Long Winters, at the Independent, a club here. And yeah, that, was that right? And that was the show where I came out at the beginning of the show, uh, playing like a big electric guitar solo, which we usually save for the end of the show. And in the course of playing my dramatic, excellent guitar solo, I fell backwards over my amplifier into a hole created by drums and amplifier parts. No stage area. Yeah, there were some guitars back there, which I landed on, breaking one in half. And then still the band kept playing, because they know what to do. When you say it happened in slow motion, it it doesn't really capture how long it took for this to happen. It was not an easy fall. It was not like a Deadwood helping me with my fall fall. This is more like, it's it's like, ass over, take it off. Crunch, boom, and then bam, behind the amp with my feet, the only thing visible is my feet up in oh. the air, but from behind the They amp. call that the annual exam. Uh, <laughs> I, can, I continued to solo. And then flopped over, climbed up, got back to the front of the stage, still playing guitar. The band was still playing. I was like, yeah, all right. And at that time, I had really long hair, and I was missing a front tooth. As you do. And I got a letter from a woman who said, I am a really big fan of your band. I really love your record, When I Pretend to Fall. This is the first time I ever so nice. came to see you play. Reaching out. And you had so little respect for the audience to come out so stinking drunk. At which point, you know, and this, at this point I had been sober 17 years. Still, still very disrespectful. And, I was, and then she said, and you proceeded to play every song different from the album. Oh, and you man. did all this talking about God and chemtrails and whatever else. Oh, my God. And like, why didn't you just put on a professional show? I'm really disillusioned. What did you say? Well, I was like, that's the show. What's in the show is in the show. It's, it's true. Uh, okay. Well, we got co- one more. Huh? Yeah, okay. We co- got to go. Another question? Somebody that really feels strong? Oh, how's the album coming? That's great. That's great. Thank you. I really, I really was hoping someone would ask. I can't get sick and I have to lift home. We all know the answer to that. I want, I want one more question that is not one that's trying to kill me. Yes. Oh, how's the book coming? Fuck! Oh!